seventh episode of make him known my name is becky friesen and beside me is my friend anna bowman yeah oh good when you said episode seven i was like the number of uh completion which is why we're announcing no i'm just kidding this isn't our last episode <laughs> <laughs> just do like, a solid seven episodes and then like i was go like out wow we didn't talk about this before you're just really, yeah, really it just came to my mind right when you said seven because in the bible that's the number of completion so yeah just kidding yeah. we'll do 700 how about that okay okay yeah <laughs> 777 okay yeah that sounds good all the sevens Oh, People dear. are going to be patient for our 100th episode, which is and already in like four listening. and a half yeah. years. So thank yep, you for exactly. those who are committed to this as much as we are. Oh, dear. Uh, speaking of uh, thank yous, as usual, we just wanted to say thank you um, to all of those who are listening and just following online. And just a specific thank you to those who reach out and just tell Becky or I um, just specifically how the podcast has been blessing you. And, you know, uh, we were talking about how this isn't the reason that we do it to get feedback, but it is such a great encouragement to us to know that these um, episodes, different ones are speaking to different people in the seasons of their life. Uh, and it just always um, excites us. And just we praise God that that is uh, happening in people's lives. Yeah. And um, after someone messaged me the other day, it just reminded me of Hebrews 10, 24, where it talks about like spurring one another on to love and good deeds. Like, like we said, like that's not the motivation of why we do things, but it definitely does help. Like it oh, yeah. gives us more excitement knowing that we're not just speaking to each other and <laughs> recording it and having exactly. it sent out on, on platforms and whatever. Like it is really encouraging knowing that there are people who are, who are listening and that this ministry, because it really is yeah. a ministry that it is working and like the Lord is working through it so exactly. thank you thank you to everyone and i was just thinking too like you said it's not the motivation and god um calls us to oh i just thought of uh, another verse that we that becky and i memorized for awana um ephesians 4 32 now i'm drawing a blank. yes no. 4 32 i is think is that the no isn't that be kind and compassionate Oh, well, now I don't know now what I'm verse you're trying okay. to now, quote. Now I'm just butchering it, and this is why I shouldn't quote. But the one who, that says, um, whatever you do, do it with all your oh. heart for the Lord, as Colossians for the Lord, not for 3, man. There we go. Yeah, I yeah, always mix as it if, up. As if work, working heartily. Yeah, for the, Lord, for the Lord, not for man. So we're yeah. doing this for the Lord, but then the Bible does clearly say that we need to lift one another up and to yeah. encourage one another. So yeah. we're very uh, thankful for you guys for that. Yeah. Okay, fun fact time. Yeah. Okie dokie. I always go first. I'll go first. Okay, sweet. Yeah. So my fun fact this time is that um, I've been reading <laughs> and yeah, Anna laughs and a lot of you might like might chuckle, but um, I'm not a reader. The nope. only book that I read is the Bible and um, I don't prefer reading. I'd rather watch a movie because the, I just can't. I don't learn through reading. Yeah. So like if I don't have a picture or a face to go with a book or like if I don't know how a name is pronounced, I'm like, yeah. what if I'm butchering their name in my head? Like, I just don't like that. Yeah. So um, a year ago when the pandemic started, I had more free time than I knew what to do with. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And then someone said, have you ever watched The Hunger Games? And I'm like, no. And then so I watched all the movies and then someone was like, oh, you should read the books because the books are really good. And I honestly don't know who or how. 
I was convinced to read them because that is not something. If you were that person and you're out there, please yes, reach thank out. Yes, <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Um, but I read the first book of The Hunger Games last year, and then Jonathan bought me um, the prequel. So yeah. I read the prequel. I haven't even read um, that one yet. Yeah, so I read that, and I was pretty excited. So I read two of them, and then I started Catching Fire, but in the middle of that, I moved, and the book belonged to my housemate, so I right. left the book there. So it had been a year, and I know I'm like 10 years late to this Hunger Game like fa- fanatic, yeah. Hunger Game club club yeah anyways but i'm i'm here i'm back so i just i just finished um i just finished catching fire and it took me seven days to read it which is about 11 and a half months faster than i usually read (laughs) books so when beggy told me like she snapchatted me or something that she was reading it and then a few days ago she was like oh yeah i'm done i was like what yeah like i I knew that she started only a week ago and i was like in shock because again Becky doesn't read. Yeah. So then I'm currently working through Mockingjay, the third book. And then I'm going to watch the movie again after to like refresh all the things and to be able to pick out what's different in the book and the movie, which I never do. But anyway, so that's my fun fact. But but don't get all excited and tell me like lots of books to read because chances are I probably won't won't read them. So sorry. But if you have books that you want to suggest to someone, I would be the co-host of Make Him Know that you should suggest them to. Because I love to read and I love new suggestions and I have a big stack of books at home i mean i I have a big stack of books too i just don't read them i know but these are this is a big stack of books that i have the intention of reading yeah yeah (laughs) oh dear um so my fun fact is not that i'm the reader no sorry that's that's it yeah only one fun fact move on um my fun fact today i feel like my fun facts are always like reveal the weirdest things about me um so when i was in grade seven we went to disney world and (laughs) i guess like a a pre-fun fact is that i'm obsessed with disney world uh and while we were there there was this stuffed um animal like mickey mouse and not like the traditional way he looks it's like perfectly round it's like a mini bean bag um and it's like filled with that what are they called they used to I be called, they were such a huge. Oh, really? Yeah, pink? everyone had them. Oh. Anyways, I had one that was pink, and I oh. forget what they're called, though. Anyways, keep going. Okay, no, it's okay. Um, And so I bought that, and it turned out to be, like, the greatest purchase of my life because I have um slept with it every <laughs> single night since, except for two nights. I could, like, go on a long story about those two nights. Things happened. It wasn't good. Um, But I, I just need... Something to like hug my arms around when I sleep. I don't know what to do with my arms when I'm sleeping. I know that sounds really weird. It is but, really like, weird. It, because it's like that bean bag, it just like forms to your body and it's just like the perfect thing to sleep with. So yeah. I, I literally sleep with it. I have slept with it every single night since I was in grade seven. Yeah, it's a bit much. Don't yeah. you, didn't you have to get a new one or something? Okay, <laughs> so I was worried that the one that I had would one day like go missing or like disintegrate because it's like super old now. So I found them on Etsy and I bought a backup one. <laughs> so I now have two of them and one of them is a travel one because it's more compact because it's lost so much of its stuffing. <laughs> and then one is my one for at home. And I'm sorry, just refresh my memory. How old are you? <laughs> I am 25. Okay. <laughs> How old are you in grade seven? You're like 11? No. Oh, yeah, maybe. 10 or 11? 12. 12. 12? Depends on when your birthday is. Anyway. So it's been over 10 years. Yeah. And, yep, still going strong. Okay, so that's (laughs) a weird thing about me. Let's move on. (laughs) Okay. So, um... 
Just like we do every time before we jump into the podcast, I just want to pray because we want to invite God into this mm. space. And, and even where you are, like if you're driving, if you're sitting somewhere, you might be doing something or cleaning your house. I listen to, I, we, I re-listen to them. Like even yep. though we've made them, I listen to them again. And that's, it's a good like house cleaning thing. So yeah. if you need a motivator to clean your house, this podcast is a good motivator. It came out today. You, were, <laughs> you were looking for a sign to clean your house. This is it. Thank you. That's <laughs> what I was going for. I'm like, how do I say it came out today? Because it's. It did, yeah. but like it oh, didn't. Speaking of today, I just put brackets around. Happy, that. Happy Canada, Canada Day. Day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That is exciting. Yeah. So, anyways, sorry, I'm gonna pray before we, get, before we get before we get started. Yep. It's also super cool because we started this on April first. Yep. Um, and it is now July first. Yeah. So that's really exciting. So thank you to all those who have been supporting this yeah. journey with us. So let's pray. Um, Lord, we just thank you so much for being with us, being here with us, being present. Lord, we know that you are a God who cares. Um, you care about the big details of our lives and the little details of our lives. And we thank you, Lord, that you are a sovereign God. Um, we thank you, Lord, that you have just gone before each and every one of these podcasts and that you um, are just with everyone who's listening right now. We just pray for everyone who is hearing the sound of our voices and we just pray that you would bless them wherever they're at today whatever season they're in today and lord may this podcast just um bring new encouragement bring hope bring joy in whatever moment or whatever season they are in life mm -hmm. we just pray lord that you would be glorified in this and that yeah you would just be made known mm -hmm. and we pray all these things in jesus name amen amen Okay, so we are talking about waiting today again, as you've probably <laughs> seen um, on uh, our uh, on Instagram or on Facebook. Um, so we're talking about waiting, and um, this is uh, an analogy that I've been using probably for like over a year now that God brought to me. And just like full disclosure, like um, Becky had prayed about, you know, different seasons in our life, and right now. Like I'm single. That's my season of life. I'm single, mean, ready to mingle. Yeah, <laughs> single as a Pringle. Um, so uh, I'm sure some of you are as well. I'm sure a lot of you aren't. Um, but we're all in different seasons, and so the idea of waiting, like every single person has waited for something, right? Like mm -hmm. we've all experienced it before, um, and just needing to be patient. So I just wanted to talk uh, or start things off kind of with um, this idea of waiting and. It can be difficult to wait when you don't know what you're waiting for or you don't even know like what's coming next or what the future holds. And just specifically in singleness for me, I've struggled with like um, waiting for what is best for me and mm -hmm. not settling like that specific idea of not settling. And God has just brought so many verses and analogies and just stories from other podcasts that I listen to um, into my life. And so uh as you probably saw, <clears throat> excuse me, on um, the, what's it called? The graphic. The graphic. Yes, yep. thank you. Um, that it's it's supposed to kind of look like an Oreo. Uh, and so the reason for that is because um, I like this idea of what we have in front of us right now, like having an Oreo in front of you, which, or fill in the blank with like a kind of like a crappy store-bought cookie. Um, are you, you saying like. Oreos are crappy? I mean, like, in comparison to a lot of things, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep. So let's say that, you know, you're you're looking for a dessert and someone offers you an Oreo and it's like, okay, yeah, like that would suffice for right now. Like that would appease uh, my sweet tooth mm -hmm. um, right now. But if they said, okay, wait, I can give you this Oreo right now or I promise you that a week from now I will make you like a homemade cheesecake 
or again fill in the blank with like your favorite dessert chocolate chip cookie time. dough ice cream there you go um, cake yeah. that's what it is for becky for me it would be my mom's chocolate caramel pecan cheesecake that's like the dessert that I look forward to. Um, so if someone was like, oh, I'm going to make you this cheesecake, you just have to wait a week. Don't take this Oreo. Wait for the cheesecake. I don't know about you guys, but I'd be like, uh, heck yeah. Like I can do that. I can wait for that yeah. because I know that something better is coming. Right. And so God was just teaching me this analogy when it comes to relationships and you can apply it to any situation that's going on in your life. But for me right now, just the idea of singleness and not settling Mm -hmm. for that Oreo, but waiting for what God has because he does have uh, what is best for you. Um, But sometimes it's difficult in life because we don't actually have that firm promise of like, oh, you're going to have a cheesecake a week from now. Yeah. Right. But just knowing and trusting that Like God loves us. He's not, he doesn't want to just give us subpar. He doesn't want to give us mediocre things. He wants to give us, um, what is best for us. And so just this idea of waiting for what is best. And I love food and we've talked about food many times before in the analogy of that. And, um, also just the idea of not comparing yourself to someone else because, you know, you like look around and there are other people who have, a cheesecake and you're like still waiting um for yours and whatever it is and actually right before as we were um getting ready for this podcast jonathan was in the other room and he was like am i a cheesecake (laughs) and i was like yes you are you're becky's cheesecake and the thing is i i said but i'm not jealous of becky's cheesecake not that you're not great and awesome but like you're perfect for her and i can't compare myself to becky like you're a year older than me and you're married already but I can't get into this mindset of like, okay, God, what the heck? Like she has what you had for her, like the best that you had for her already because our lives aren't the same. God's doing different things. Yeah. And it's definitely super hard when you're in that season because you see all of these people, quote unquote, enjoying their desserts and whatever it might be. And then you're looking at the Oreo, which could be a guy that you've been interested in maybe, or a, a, like just a person who you've thought about and you're like, well, maybe I could marry them or date them. And we could probably make it work. Like it could work, but you know, in, in your heart of hearts that like you would be, you would be settling. You would not be waiting. And like, I think even, even in dating, I think sometimes it's like a temporary settling just because it's like, Oh, well it, it would be nice for this season. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes even like you still know you don't have that peace and you're like, well, it's not like I'm sinning right right now. And, and I think sometimes we, we still do things that we know is wrong, even though it's not quote unquote sinning. Yes. But yeah, if we don't have the peace of God with us, we shouldn't be doing it. No. Cause like that's his Holy Spirit's like the Holy Spirit's way of telling us, Hey, this is not for you. This is not your dessert of the thing that you should be enjoying. But it's, it's hard when you, it's an unknown promise. Like, yeah, the cheesecake is coming, but you don't know when you don't know what kind you don't know whatever. And like, but right now it just looks tempting. It looks good for this Oreo right in front of you. And I love this idea of like, for me, it's like a little bit of the FOMO as well, like fear of missing out because, you know, I have this Oreo in front of me, for example, and I'm like, like it's right here. Mm -hmm. I can see it. And the, the truth is, 
uh, my cheesecake isn't promised. Like I'm God hasn't promised me that I'm going to get married or be in a relationship or yeah. whatever it is. And it's the same for all of you, whatever situation you're in, whether it's maybe like a better job or a better house or like whatever it is that you're waiting for or any season of life, there isn't, there's no guaranteed promise, but there is the guaranteed promise that God wants what is best for you. Mm-hmm. And so if you settle right now with something, your life isn't going to be as great or as amazing as God had planned. And through his sovereignty, he can work through all of our decisions. Yeah. But just for me in the moment, trying to remember like, Hey, Anna, don't take the Oreo. Like God has a cheesecake coming for you. And it sounds like such a weird analogy, like yeah. keep using the word cheesecake, but um, God has just continually been like bringing th- things up in the Bible and themes of this to me. And I'm going through Genesis right now. And I was at the part with Abraham and I think he was in a very similar situation because they were waiting for a son for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like I think, oh, I'm 25. And I'm saying it's like they were waiting for like almost a hundred years. Like that's insane. Yeah. That's crazy. And you know what? They did take things into their own hands and they settled for it to a degree. Because yeah, yeah. exactly. Because Sarai was like, well, we're, we don't have a son yet. And God said we would have one. So here sleep with my servant Hagar and like have a son through, um, her. And so that is how, um, Abraham and Sarah got Ishmael. And they did that even knowing the promise. Yes. Like they said, like your wife, Sarah, like Sarah will have a son. Yep. She is going to have, and they were like, yeah, right. Yeah. Like yeah, God not promised happening. it, but yeah. they didn't. And the I known do, promise was there and they yeah. still settled. And I do that all the time mm-hmm. where God's like, do you not believe that my word is true and that I will fulfill the promises that I have made to you? And I'm like, mm, not really. Like, you know, yeah. like it's so hard when it's not right in front of you. Yeah. And I love, so in Genesis chapter 17, this is where God comes again. Cause he continually makes a covenant and a promise with Abraham and is like, you will have a son. Nations will come from you and I will bless them. And so he comes to Abraham and this is after he's already had Ishmael. And, um, and so he says a year from now, like he makes it even more definitive. He's like yeah. a year from now you will have a son. And I'm just going to read to you, um, a little portion of the chapter. So again, this is right after God has promised to Abraham that he'll have a son. And this is his response. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said to himself, shall a child be born to a man who is a hundred years old? Shall Sarah, who is 90 years old, bear a child? And Abraham said to God, oh, that Ishmael might live before you. And then it says, God said, no, <laughs> but Sarah, your wife shall bear you a son and you shall call his name Isaac. Mm-hmm. And as I read that, I was like, Abraham, what are you doing? Like he straight up like defied God and was like, mm, no, like, yeah. I don't think your plan is best. Not only do I not think your plan is best. Here's my plan that I think would actually be better. Yeah. Look, I have this son, Ishmael. Can it not be Ishmael? And God's like, dude, no. don't you understand that I have something so much better for you and I'm like guys I'm talking this to myself right now like I'm like I continually remind myself like God has what is best for you and Abraham and Sarah were like Ishmael is right here he's tangible we can touch him we can see him like he's right in front of us and it's the same with that Oreo Mm -hmm. like it's right there and it's in front of us but God's like no just trust my timing like just be patient and wait for something so much better that's coming And that whole be patient and wait (laughs) is so challenging. Like that's the hardest part. 
Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember at the beginning of the pandemic. I think that's when it kind of started. There was like a trend going on with parents and their like toddlers or like their young kids. They would sit them down at a table with a camera, like recording them so that you could enjoy it for later (laughs) entertainment. Um, And they would put one like marshmallow down in front of them, a jumbo marshmallow usually, I think, or something. They would get one snack and then the mom would say, "Okay, but don't eat this. I'm going to be I'm going to go. I'm going to be right back. Like, don't eat it. And if you wait when I come back, you'll get two marshmallows. Yep. And then the mom or the parent leaves or whatever. And you can see this, like, children on their faces. They're like, yeah. do I wait? But it's right here, right now. Like, do I... Do, you maybe can see their like, brain going you can't, back and like, forth. Yeah, and they're like, if I wait, I get two. But it's also like it's right, right in front there. of me, right? And it's it's the whole patience part that actually sucks because it's so much easier to get, like, we want answers. We want results. Instant gratification. Quick and easy. Like, yep. anything. Even, fa- like, there's fast food. Like, yep. we'd rather go to fast food than cook in our own kitchen because if we cook in our own kitchen, it it's takes time. Take time. But if oh, you go to man. fast food, it's ready right away. Yep. And, like, we just want things now. done and we want them now and that's like it's such a danger of our society because we need to be patient for certain things like yeah it just it just reminds me even of jesus and like watching the chosen and things like that mm. it just reminds me of the culture of jesus's time and um like the Jews were waiting for a Messiah. They were, they for had thousands of years for thousands. They had this expectation of what a Messiah would be like. And, um, when Jesus came, they were, they were mostly offended by him yep. because he wasn't what they thought. He, he, he was the Messiah. He was the promised Messiah, but he also like worked on the Sabbath. He also yep. broke the, the laws that like they upheld. It's like Royal fancy King or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. And, and I think like Jesus came, he fulfilled the law, which is awesome. So grateful for that. He, but he carried, he was a God who cared more about the heart than the actions, but the Pharisees were very much like consumed by the actions yep. and they cared very little about the heart. They're like, well, if I fast three times a week or if I pray like, Loud, fancy, loud, prayers. fancy yep. prayers. God will love me and, and this Messiah will will respect me and whatever. But they had false expectations of what the Messiah would be. And so they were disappointed when they find, found out that this Messiah was actually the one that they were waiting for. Um, and so it's it's just so crazy that they had like they had been waiting. And then when the thing finally came, they were like, oh, I actually don't want that. Yeah. Like even in our waiting, we have to align ourselves with the Lord because his desires become our desires. Like give your delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. That's not saying if you desire a pony, he's going to give you a pony. (laughs) It's saying the more time you spend with the Lord, the more your desires are aligned with his desires. And that's how he gives you the desires of your heart. Like it's, so it's so important because like people were waiting for Jesus and they didn't realize that what they were waiting for had actually come. Yeah. And that I was just thinking about this too, that it was again, better it was actually better than their expectations, even though Mm -hmm. they didn't realize it because in that whole, again, the comparison of the Oreo to the cheesecake, they wanted the Messiah to come and overthrow the Romans. So let's say they got what they wanted, which in their mind was just this Oreo. Right. And Jesus was like, okay, so I overthrow the Romans. Then what? Like there's still going to be sin and suffering. Like he came for the long game, right? Like he came came to to conquer sin, which in the, end of everything in the long run 
is so much better than just defeating Rome. Like if he yeah. had only defeated Rome, you and I today would still be like Having in to, trouble. Yeah. Like, you know, there would be no hope and no eternal life. And so sometimes that's a great point too, that the ch- if we go back to my analogy, the cheesecake isn't always what you expect it to be. But like God is like, no, I promise you that the thing I'm going to give you is way better than your expectations or what you think you want. Yeah. Because he's perfect. He knows. Yeah. He's sovereign and we can trust in his sovereignty. And I think like even thinking about Jesus and and, and him when he lived in that time, like the disciples wanted him to stay. Yep. Like they didn't want him to go. And when he would, I would want him to stay too. Fair. Yeah, that's true. But then when he left, like he promised us the helper, the capital H helper, like it's in John 17 or the comforter and other other terms uh, say. And like he left us with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is like, a supreme blessing yeah. that is so great in the whole the i'm trying to think jesus said the holy spirit will be with you and he will be better than he said that he would yeah. be better it would be better that i leave right so yes. that he comes i was trying to think right? about the wording yeah. of that i was like no, how would that go yeah and it's funny because so many kids at church ask me like why couldn't it be jesus who's here like why is it the holy spirit because i think for kids they have such a hard time because in their mind jesus would have been a, a visual human being like they would have been able yeah. to actually see him so for a kid they're like the holy spirit doesn't seem better to me and i've actually talked a lot this past year with kids about this and And again, it's that whole expectation. We want something that's visual and that we can see. But Jesus was like, no, my plan and what I have for you is so much better because the truth is because Jesus was not stuck, but like in a human body, he was incarnate. He wouldn't have been able to be with everyone at once. That's what I was thinking. If he was with us right now in this kitchen, he wouldn't be able to be over in Indonesia with people or Guatemala or wherever. And yet the Holy Spirit can be inside each of us all over the world, helping yeah. us all the time. Which is such a huge blessing yeah. and so much better than what yep. anyone anticipated or what anyone desired. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think I think for me, I I was in a single singleness season for a while and I was struggling through the same things of waiting or being patient and having to like desiring that cheesecake. But I was also thinking this week, I, I was thinking this is not something that only relates to singleness. No. Like this can relate to anybody at any season in any part of your life. Because I always think about like when I was in elementary school, I was so excited to go to high school, a little nervous, a l- yeah. like, but I was so excited. And then as soon as I got into high school, I was like, Oh, I can't wait to be done and go to university. Oh, I can't wait to be done university. I can't wait to be in a relationship. I can't wait to get married. I can't wait to blah, 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 fill in the blanks. And like, I think sometimes we are just so eager to get out of the season we're in and into the next season that we forget to live and enjoy life in the season. And when we're in the current season, like the Lord is preparing us for those next seasons. Like I always think about when I was in grade nine, I would look at people who were in grade 12 and I, would always think how on earth can they do that yeah like grade 12 is so daunting it's so terrifying but then you go through you finish grade nine and you're like wow okay i did that that wasn't so bad like i made it through then you do grade 10 and you're like okay we finished that 
grade 11 and then before you know it you're in grade 12 and rocking it yeah. like you you it's but if you had to jump from grade 9 to grade 12 not you good. wouldn't have been able to manage the yeah. same way or cope the same way. And so it would have true. been daunting because you wouldn't have been prepared for that season. It's the same thing in life. And I think for me personally, and I would say the exact same thing for you, being single and having that time with the Lord to build that foundation is so key. And if I wasn't yeah. single for the many years that I was, like, I don't think that I would have been able to cope or be as prepared for marriage as I was. Yep. And I mean, once you get into marriage, it's also still challenging and yeah. there are still different challenges. And I think like even now, obviously sometime in the future, we want to have kids. And I think about how exciting it will be. But then I also think like, wow, being a mother is, can be terrifying. Yep. Like how, what if I am not a good mother? What if I yeah. whatever? And like, you think about all these things, but then once we go through that different season, you become prepared for when you get there, same yeah. thing with like a, maybe a different job or moving, I don't know, moving provinces or moving towns or yeah. anything in life. Like you will always be prepared for what you're about to face. And, and even if it doesn't seem like it, hindsight always, yeah. always reveals the things that God was doing. Yep. And like, I just, I mean, personally, I'm so grateful for the years that I had, um, when I wasn't in a relationship because being in a relationship and being single is a very different lifestyle. And there are so many blessings of singleness that you don't, you can't yeah. really have in a relationship. There's pros and cons to both. Yeah. Right. I remember one time my mom and I talk about this all the time. She saw on Facebook um, where it was like, you know, marriage is hard. Um, divorce is hard. Pick your heart. Right. Like, singleness heart. is hard. Yeah. Being in a relationship is hard. Pick your heart. Having a job is hard. Being unemployed is hard. Pick your like no matter what in life that we're going to face challenges and we're going to face hard times. And there's pros and cons to both. And just like you said, with the whole, oh, you're in elementary school, then you want to be in high school and just the next step. Yeah. We always think the grass is greener on the other side. And I was just talking to a couple of friends about this the other day. And I think it was in um, Choosing Gratitude by Nancy DeMoss. She says, you know, we always think the grass is greener on the other side. She says, the grass is greener where you water it. Yeah. And I was like, I literally have goosebumps all over my body right now just thinking about it. Like, yeah. it's so true. Make the most of where you are right now. Yeah. Because there are times when I look back on my life and I'm like, oh, like I kind of wish I was still in high school so I could do this. Or, oh, I wish I was still there so I could do this. And I'm thinking to myself, Anna, you right now living in the present is going to be your past one day. So live in the present right now yeah. so that once it is your past, you can say, I lived in the moment. I have no regrets. Yeah. Like I don't need to look back on that. Yeah. Right. I even think back to Jeremiah. I think it's Jeremiah 34. And when they're talking about exile and they're being yeah. stuck in exile, but the Lord says, plant home, plant homes. <laughs> he <laughs> says, make homes, plant, yeah. plant and like yes. harvest and get married and start live families, life. live yeah. your life. Like do these things because you, you're going to be here for 70 years and then you will get out. Like there was a promise, right. but could you imagine how long those 70 years were? Like they would have had to been so patient yeah. waiting for the, the freedom, waiting for the release. Yeah. Right. But like the Lord was like, make the most of it while you're here. Yes. You're still waiting. Yes. You're still being patient, but your patience doesn't have to look like you complaining yeah. because you're not getting what you want. Right. Yep. Your patience can look like you 
being intentional with friendships, being intentional with growing with the Lord, yeah, being, being intentional obedient. about volunteering at your church. Like yeah. there are so many different ways that you can be intentional where you are, even if it's a season that you're not happy to be in. Yeah. Like the Lord can still work through you and can still bless you. You just have to be willing yeah. and you have to almost get out of your own pit. Like yep. Your own, because sometimes we dig ourselves into yeah. holes and then we're like, it'll never be good. It'll yeah. never be whatever. No, make it good. Like, yeah. like water, the, water grass. the grass. Yeah. So, Dang. and, and like waiting, <laughs> like, honestly, it does suck sometimes, yep. but trusting the Lord and walking with that waiting, walking in that waiting season with the Lord makes it so much better. And he, yeah. he really does bring blessings in any season. And all we have to do is have our eyes open to see it. It's true. It's, I even think of COVID like yep. so many times my ministry brain is like, Oh, when COVID is over, when COVID is over, when COVID is over and God's like, I would never bring you something that you could not continue to be obedient to me. in. Yeah. so we can be obedient to him in covid yeah. instead of just sitting around waiting for it to be over because the truth is i have seen so many blessings through covid and things that i will never have a chance to do again or just because of the circumstances like creating videos for the kids um at church like yeah. it's never going to be like that again so like live in the moment and take full advantage but our human brains are just so oh, we want something different you know what i yeah. mean or i even think of it also is all about comparing right because mm -hmm. so many girls i know who it's like oh one has straight hair and one has curly hair and the girl with straight hair wishes she was like the girl with curly hair but the girl with curly hair wishes she was like the girl with straight hair. it's like we all have things that we want that other people have and we all have things that we're waiting for and that we want that are different than right now. Yeah. But there are still blessings right now and live in the moment because it's going to pass really quickly. Yeah. Like life goes so fast. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I think there is such a huge blessing to wait. Oh, yeah. Because like I said, like the Lord wants to teach you and prune you in this season in order to prepare you for the next season. And we don't always yeah. see that, no. but like, like I, I keep thinking about hindsight. We've talked yeah. about it on many podcasts, but like we can't understand the faithfulness of God without hindsight. But looking back, like I see so many ways that the Lord was blessing me yeah. for today's season in past seasons that I wasn't even aware of, but being able to look back and honestly, that's a good, like a good action thing to do. Sit down and think about yes. the ways that the Lord has been faithful in and the past equipped you. and, and let that be your foundation. Like yeah. let that form trust between you and the Lord being like, okay, I saw what you did then. And I feel like I'm stuck right now and I don't want to wait right now, but I'm going to choose to trust you. I'm going to choose to be content mm. because I have you yep. and, and just following his leading. Yeah. Yeah. It's so like, I've had this conversation with so many people so many times about them, about me. And we just, have to continually remind ourselves because sometimes, sometimes I think I've already had this conversation before. Like, why am I having it again? And God's like, because you're not perfect and you need reminders. Just like he continually reminded Abraham over and over and over again. Like every few chapters, it would be like God's covenant to Abraham. And I'm like, didn't he already do this? But then I'm like, oh, wait, like he has to tell me the same thing like every day to get it through my thick skull, you know, yep. and just like really like meditating on it and like soaking in it and being like, no, like this, this is the truth, which is why I wanted to do a podcast on this because I just it's yeah. like I'm talking to myself again. It's a continual yeah. reminder to myself to be patient and to know that God has what is best for me. Yeah. And it's so funny how 
he is just continually faithful and just, I love little God moments because I had this exact conversation, um, just this past week with a group of girls at Bible study. And so it was later in the evening. And then the next morning I woke up and at eight o'clock every morning, I have it set for the Bible app to give me the verse of the day. And, um, the verse of the day was Psalm 27 verse 14. Wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. And I read it and full laughed out loud Mm -hmm. because I was like, okay, God, like I get it. Like it was, it was so, yeah, he was connecting connecting the the dots. dots. It was so clearly meant for me. And obviously I'm sure it was encouraging to other people who read it that day as well. But it was like, we had just had that conversation and God was like, I got you girl. Like you just be patient and wait. Yeah. And I, I memorized this, the chapter 27 at mm. camp a couple years ago so when Anna read this verse I was like oh is it Psalm 27 14 <laughs> it was very exciting for me and the the way that I've memorized it it says wait for the Lord be strong and let your heart take courage mm. wait for the Lord and sometimes like you do have to let your heart take courage yeah. because it's easy to be like no yeah. I'm not gonna keep going through this season I don't yeah. like it like wait for the Lord let your heart take courage, like build that strength, build that courage. Like you will make it through the season. You always do. Like yeah. we always do. The Lord is always faithful. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think just in closing like this, there was a story that I also thought about and um, I don't have the actual story, but I'm going to kind of summarize it. Yeah. Like it was this woman who um, I think she knew she was going to pass away mm. or something like she maybe had an illness or something. Yeah. And she was talking with the person who or her family member, I yeah. guess she was talking with someone about how she wanted to be, to be, um, uh, buried. And, uh, she was saying that she wants to be buried with a fork. And I, th- I think the, the pastor, whoever it was, was like, you want to be buried with a fork? <laughs> and then she was like, yeah, because you know, when you're at like a family meal and they go to take the, to take the plates away or clear the plates they say oh but keep your fork because desserts come and like the best is yet to come she go she said i want to be buried with a fork because i know the best is yet to come because she's going to heaven and heaven is so much greater than earth and i mean no no regardless of the season we are in we are all waiting for our next season eager anticipation yeah 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 in heaven so i think I think like we always have to have that mindset too, like having a heaven focused mindset will also even help us here in this season. Like it's just a healthy mindset to have, to know that the best is yet to come and we are striving towards something. Cause the truth is like, you whatever you're waiting for like it may never come here on earth like there's no promise that we're all going to get married and like yeah have kids and or whatever your desires are but no matter what if you have accepted jesus into your life you have the promise of literally the best coming like all of this is going to end we know what the end of the story holds like we know the last chapter we know the last five minutes of the movie like yeah we know that we're going to spend eternity with god and that this life here is a blip like blink your eyes and it's gone kind of thing yeah it is it is such a blessing yeah so yeah so cool well so cool thanks for joining us again for another podcast uh after seeing him we pray that you go and and make make him him known. known